Welcome to the Banter Club. Join myself, Mark, along with T.Y., Jackie, and Mahal as we talk all things sport. We will definitely trash your team, and if you don't like it, we'll definitely tell you your favorite footballer is a tax evader. Join us every week on the Banter Club. Welcome to it, episode number 17 of the one and only The Banter Club, South Africa. Uh, are we still number one? South Africa's number one sports podcast. I think I need answers on that one. Uh, but yeah, we are up there with the best in South African sports. So if you have not listened to us yet, go to our previous episodes. Give us a listen. My name is T.Y. a.k.a. Abuti Broadway, a.k.a. Abuti Blondie. That's the new name that I've been given, weirdly enough. But uh, I'm not rolling alone. I'm with Mahal. Mahal, how are you doing, bro, bro? Um, I think I've recovered from our previous last episode. Um, crazy, it showed me flames, but I've recovered, <laughs> so I'm good. Are you not? Are you not embarrassed? It's true. <laughs> and mind you, rugby was my favorite sport. The the the, the most sports that I could play was rugby. Oh so, man! Yeah, you, you said Limpopo Blue Bulls was a great team. How? 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 No, it no. took a major L in the last episode. <laughs> Mark, how you doing, bro? No, I'm good, man. I'm good. Uh, you know, like Kuna said in the last episode, yeah, we're carrying the country. Uh, we're losing iPads. You know, yeah, we're good though. We're good. We're surviving. We're surviving. Just make sure why they lose their iPad when they land in the country. <laughs> Listen to you. All right, there's a lot to go through, guys, but let's just kick started off with Kaza Chiefs. Firstly, as a Sundowns fan, I want to say congratulations. I'm not saying I'm happy about it. I'm just congratulating you because it's what's due to you. Uh, please unpack the game. Someone, anyone. What happened? I only watched the game till the goal came in, Katia Diagatima TV. Of so course, you don't un- watch. <laughs> of course, so, you, know, you don't watch. Unpack the game for me. What happened? <sighs> From 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 when I started watching, because I started a bit late, but it actually seemed like uh, we did was actually the better side. Like I'm actually still shocked to this day how they did not score at least three or four goals. I mean, it that game was one way traffic. Like I don't remember seeing a Chiefs player other than Matoho clearing every single time Matoho was clearing. So I'm just wondering, Hore. How did we that mess up on so many opportunities? But otherwise, it's 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 how it's how football is, man. You one day you you think you're on top of the world, the next you're getting beaten, um, and you don't know how. But hey, man, come back to FNB. We're gonna beat them one nil, and then two nil scoreline over the the two legs. Uh, we're going to the final. trap and are you alakli? So yeah, in case you, but in, in case you. 
in case you missed the game, let me just give you a, an overview of the game. Chiefs won one nil in Wydad, uh in Casablanca, and uh, Chiefs had only had twenty one percent of the ball possession. Wydad had seventy nine percent. Wydad had twenty eight shots. Uh, Chiefs only had three. Uh, yeah. Wydad had eight on target. Chiefs only had the goal on target. In terms of passes, Wydad had six. 170 passes in the 90 minutes. Chiefs only had 183. So, yeah, no, hi, how, I, I, no. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I would agree with Mark. It was a one way traffic. And I mean, I'm not shocked to see or we that failed to score. I mean, I, I think they were starting to get frustrated minute by minute. And that was sort of a good thing for Kaiser Chiefs to say that, okay, as long as we continue keeping these guys uh, blocking the balls, we don't need to do anything. Let's just block them, block them, block them. And mm. the more the time the clock passes by, the more we don't get frustrated. And mind you, they're playing at home, which they're, they're losing at home would be a, a, a big deal for any team, especially if you are going to play the second leg away. So, yeah. It, it it was tough game for them because I mean when they started I think the first ten minutes or so it looked like it's 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 gonna be a good game I mean you could see Chiefs coming through but you could see that the the um, Wydad was sort of a laid back team and then all of a sudden I think that one uh, that goal that was scored by Kaiser Chiefs sort of gave Kaiser Chiefs um an opportunity to so say okay guys let's relax and let's all all we do is just to block the ball. Take out whenever we have to take out, and that's when we saw now the one-way traffic of Widat, but they failed to keep uh, to 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 capitalize on their shots on target, which they have, they had eight, they had twenty-eight shots, so they they failed to capitalize on that one because I think if they had at least got a goal, it was going to be a different ball game. I think the game was going to change if they had uh, managed to score a goal at least from a fiftieth minute, um, mm. they could have won the game, but. Um, I, I think Kaiser Chiefs has proven to say that, okay, you can win the game on stats, but I mean, the important thing is to score goals. And as long as you fail to score goals, you didn't win the game. That's what we saw um, during the KF Champions League semifinal. And That's then true. I, I've seen some statement which was quite funny to say that, okay, Kaiser Chiefs just want teams that um, have those clean sheets to say that, okay, they, they, they have the record of not losing games. I mean, we saw that with the Sundowns. We did the same thing with uh, Widat. Sundowns in Ghana. Guys, like, we'll continue. <laughs> and and, and I, 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 I think um, a lot of people are shocked. Um, like Sundowns in um, So I, I do, I, I, I see them moving forward to the to the finals and it's gonna be an interesting one if we see because chiefs playing against um al Ahli. mind you um the game plan that the chiefs had sort of as a movie that we have seen before and that movie mm. we saw when uh, Stuart Baxter was Kaiser Chiefs coach, where he's good at this um parking bus thing, where he will uh, take you later on, and we'll see what will happen second leg next um, this week, uh, this coming Saturday, and hopefully maybe Chiefs could, can score four nil, and then we can prove so that we can not only defend but we can also attack. But would you, would you say that uh, Gavin Hunt was the problem? I mean. Kevin Hunt leaves and Chiefs is not losing anymore. Um, I don't think so. 
but the, the question is as much as Kevin Hunter had left, the players are still the same. So the question is, were the play, when Kevin Hunt was still around, were the players playing for the team? Were they prepared to take the team down, hoping that maybe Kevin Hunt can, will be gone in terms of, or Kevin Hunt was really the problem? That's the question. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, just just to add on, look, let's 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 be honest. This is a very similar team to like when they came second, right? So they came second that year, then they came ninth, uh, eighth. Sorry, we made top eight, Uh-ha. but we came eighth um, this past season. Largely yeah. the same place. You still have Bernard Parker not scoring a goal. I mean, that guy in a relationship, he's always missing the girlfriend. But Bernard Parker is still there. Katanda is still there. You have guys like Abu Pilanesul. It's largely the same team. So you can't tell me the players all of a sudden become bad players overnight. So I believe Gavin Hunt was, I think maybe his approach was a problem because as we've mentioned in previous episodes, mm-hmm. the ego's there. Maybe he didn't know how to, how to, how to you know, uh, as the English people say, put an arm around their shoulder. But I think it's not Gavin Hunt who was really the problem. I think our players are the problem. I mean, at that, that people who are earning that much money and them feeling okay about losing each game, I, I think it's not right. But either way, Gavin Hunt was not the problem. I think the players need to look at themselves. They need to be ashamed for what they did. Because, um, I mean, we could have had a great season under Gavin Hunt had they just decided. Yazin, guys, let's support the coach. Let's let's play to our strengths. If we don't like something, let's approach him and show him that our way might work. Let's let's build a collaborative relationship, which I think doesn't work at 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 I don't know why, but yeah, yeah. Because I think there's this that, that what that's what I'm saying to say that okay, while the players prepared to take the team down with Gavin Hunt uh, being the coach, because I mean, all of a sudden. Now the players have got that um, momentum of winning games. So there's, that, that's the question. So that, okay, is really Gavin Hunt that bad that he couldn't um, win um, those games within the DSV Premiership? Or were the players contributing to his failure uh, when it comes to being a coach, um, Kaiser Chiefs coach? I, I just think the problem is still at management. And I feel like, you know, with every coach, Whenever a new coach joins, there's always a honeymoon phase. And I feel like that's what's happening right now. It's still that honeymoon phase. Let's give Baxter the first 10 games. Then we can have a more accurate um, uh, look at it. Was it, what exactly was the problem. And I mean, Baxter's going to be having brand new players, which Kevin Hunt never had the opportunity of. So it's it's a bit tricky, man. It's really, really a bit tricky for me on my on my end. But enough about the Nacharana boys, guys. So we're recording this podcast today on the 22nd of June, 2021, which is... Honestly speaking, a dark day for SA football, in my opinion. <laughs> I'm enjoying it, but it's very dark. <laughs> I mean, we'll just pack the bus here. <laughs> literally. <laughs> I mean, it, it was a crazy scenes today, man, at Chetworth Stadium where um, uh, Royal AM arrived at the stadium. They parked the bus and then there were no show. I mean, wh- what exactly happened? Because I, I literally, all I saw was uh, the Royal AM bus at the stadium. Um, and next thing I'm reading tweets and reports saying how these guys are gone and they had no show on the pitch and it's a 3-0 walkover. What happened? Personally, um, I think apart from the the reports that are out there, I think those guys literally, I think the players wanted to play. 
Because I, I think the inner footballer in them said, listen, we have another shot at the PSL. We believe we can make it to the PSL. Chipa is, is, is a somewhat weak outfit. They've been losing. Their, their, their morale is down. So let's go play. We understand the boardroom stuff, but I think the players were like, let's go play. And then if, if, we, if we win the case, great, we're in the PSL. If we don't win the case, it's fine. We've played the game. We've got, we've got another chance to make the PSL. So I think the players probably and the coach and everyone had the mentality to say, listen, we want to go play. And um, everything else, the boardroom things must happen in the boardroom. And then probably Jiggy yeah. Jiggy, uh, the, the crew from Zanzi Magic were like, guys, it's going to look dramatic on TV when you guys just leave the stadium. And then they left. So I think that's what happened. I can't. I can't wait to see the new season of uh, Mumkeys. Eh? Hey, it's gonna be wild. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be wild. I, I mean, but I mean, if you look at the the, the the Twitter the Twitter reports right now, everybody's saying, look, um, these things have been happening in the PSL for a long time. Where I mean, even Sundowns almost lost the PSL because of this, but now someone is actually standing up to to to, to this. Uh, they they call it the mafia on Twitter. Uh, it's been called the cartel of bus owners, where they don't stand up to their friends. Those are the reports that I'm, the tweets I'm reading, uh, was something to that uh, degree. Do you think it's time that the PSL actually stood up? Because I mean, I feel like there's been a whole lot of unfair things that have been happening in the PSL for a very, very long time, and a lot of people have been very, very quiet about. It. I mean, arbitration, yeah, sundowns with uh, Arensa took forever. The one Serino took forever. Is it time that Hang people? On, you know what I'm saying? Is it time mm. that teams actually stood up to the PSL and said, "Look, you better be swift." about decisions that you make or we just you know we're just going to do our own thing yeah no no more you can go ahead uh well nothing more oh there he goes i i I think it's long overdue day it's long overdue um and the question is where are they what are they saying right now because i mean we're not hearing anything from the league Uh, and um the problem about the teams um, going against the league is another issue because, I mean, they, let's talk about the NSL leaders. They're the guys who own the teams. Mm. They're still the guys who own the teams. So if maybe we had sort of an independent board, it was going to be a different board game, but you still have guys who are still part, um, who are part of the NSL, NSL. And then also they are the owners of the league talking about the acting ceo she's the um the, um, the boss when it comes to uh what's this team uh golden arrows yes so you might find certain teams won't participate and probably they might encourage other teams not to participate on that <laughs> proposal that you're talking about so you might realize we have only one or two teams crazy because i mean if for example like i mean i'm looking at it this way right if something like this happens at for example, say Sundowns is number one, leading by one point, and there's an arbitration, and Chiefs is number three, Pirates is number two. I mean, it it does get a little bit fishy. Like, you are absolutely right. I feel like we need to have an independent board settling these sort of matters. I mean, now there's courts involved, and there's lawyers, and I'm seeing lawyers letters. I'm just not impressed with any of this. Should the PSL do better? You know what I mean? I feel like they should. Mark, what do you think? <laughs> Mara, how do we expect people to do better when they've had so many opportunities to do better and they don't? You know, and it's, it's, it's very frustrating as a football fan because we know what must happen or we have an idea at least of what might, must happen. I mean, we've cried about 
uh, the marketing of, of the PSL to get people at the stadiums. There's no incentive for us to actually go to the stadiums to watch the games because they they they're in bed with with multi choice and they want to they want people to watch at home. So there's 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 so so much that's so wrong with our football at the current moment. I'm sure we're the only league in the world where it's it, we're the biggest in Africa commercially, but like there's no one in the stadium. You go to other African countries, there's there's a real passion. So if you if we were to mix it um, with with with, with um, the passion with um, with the commercial viability, I think then we'd would have a great league. We'll probably compete with European leagues. But anywho, um, it's it's yeah. I think I think at some point maybe we must we must have another match, not to Nigeria this time, but to Safa House because it's not that far. Just and now you know the the biggest thing is that now PSL may also decide to abandon the playoffs. You know. And consequently, Chipa is going to retain his premiership status. Now, there's another team part of the playoffs that's now being involved in this. I mean, is it really fair? But uh, T.Y., listen, like we, I think most of the football fraternity has been saying that this playoff thing is nonsense. The two best teams in the NFD must get promoted to the PSL. The two worst teams in the PSL must go down to the NFD. Simple. Because let's be honest, there's this playoff thing. You're keeping a team that has shown time and time again, we've seen with Black Leopards, they've been at the bottom of the league season after season. And mm. I mean, we know that it's a, it's, it's, there's no quality there. That means there's less revenue going to that club. So relegate them, let them find themselves, then they can come back up when they're good enough. But this whole thing, I think, imagine if already we had... Um, we promoted teams immediately. I think this this matter would have basically been okay. Skukuni and Royal AM are already in the PSL. They're just fighting now to see who takes who the trophy. Won. Yes. Then it and doesn't I mean, affect the transfers. It doesn't affect um, a lot, man. It doesn't affect the teams who must go down from the PSL. Mm, mm. And then your thoughts on just allow all of them into the PSL and let's just have a uh, an eighteen league team once and for all. But T.Y., you can have all of them in, within the league, but the status still remains to say that, okay, the status of who won the Glad Africa Championship uh, trophy, remember the sponsorship are willing to give only one team that won the league, the trophy and the money. So probably Royal AM wants that trophy. Royal AM wants that money. Probably Skokuno wants that trophy, wants that money. And... Um, Red Africa can only give it to one uh, team. And to answer your questions, the, uh, your question that you you've asked about the fairness of from the PSL, it's, it's it's not fair at all to both these teams, and not only the two teams we Skukune um, and Royal AM, but it's not fair on Chiba um, United now what they're experiencing within the playoff. Which which other team is playing within the playoffs again? The third team. It's not fair on them again because, I mean, this whole thing, I think it, it also plays with your mental uh, state because, I mean, you have um, um, Richards Bay and Chippa United willing to go play today and they're told, no, the game has been postponed. To postpone to which date? No, we'll tell you the date because we also don't know the date. You see the, the, the issue of they, there's no space in this whole thing. It's, it's a mess. And I think they should have kept 
their they, they should have stuck to their rule book and make the decision as early as possible. All of these things could have been avoided because, I mean, mind you, we might we might be blaming um, Royal AM for doing whatever they are doing. Yes, maybe that that they are on the wrong path um, when it comes to taking the legal issues, but I think it is within their rights to say that okay. We are. We want. We were not treated fairly by the PSL because I mean, at some point we were position number one, and then we went to position number two, and we went back to position number one. So when we played our last game, we played when we were all at position number one. So I mean, mentally, clearly you guys are the league winners, and then all of a sudden, jiggy jiggy is over. Let's no. Let's put it on hold. Um, things went to court, and then no, Sukuna won the league. So it's it's not fair on both those teams, um, to be brought up and down <laughs> and um oh. I, I think the entire blame should go to the PSL to say that okay they should have taken the decision long time ago i mean we have an acting ceo who has been acting since generation went um took its first episode on air i don't know how long <laughs> she's been she's been acting when Karamo Broka was still alive. That is the problem. <laughs> there lies the problem. We have the problem is within the PSL, and now we are playing the blaming game now. We're blaming Royal AM, we're blaming um others who could blaming certain lawyers and whatever. But the main man, the PSL, is nowhere to be found right now. And he or she is the one who messed up when it yeah. comes to this whole thing. No, oh, it's a mess, man. It's a, it's a mess. I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm just gonna say now, nah, because this is a question I once received when I was running for uh, semi-political things. They said, if you cannot be trusted with a few, how can you be trusted with many? So moving from sixteen to eighteen is not gonna work. And and mind you, it's gonna Mark, make matters worse, Mark. Yeah. Financially, it won't, it won't work financially as well because, I mean, the sponsors would question the issue of, no, but we didn't sign up for this. Now yes. you are asking us to give $2 million to extra two teams within the league. That was not our agreement. But that's a 200, 200, 200. And my question lies, now what what what's happening with the sponsors because i mean glad africa now are all over because of what's happening within the glad africa champions league can <laughs> they can they withdraw at any time to say okay guys psl you guys are messing up now i we mean thought maybe we, we 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 came to the right place but looks like your things are messed up won't we see um sponsors withdrawing from the league look it's very possible because yeah. um, i'm sure there's a clause that says that if if somewhere somehow you bring the league into disrepute or some sort i'm sure they can pull out because remember the, the 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 national soccer league is at their mercy to provide funding so i'm sure they have a clause to say they can pull out at any time yeah they definitely do yo i angelim pisani might just open his own league you know that guy <laughs> hey show him keys might just say i've got my own league i'm opening teams come come join me i'll sponsor every team you know that royal lady <laughs> you know royal premier league <laughs> I can see it happening. I definitely can see it happening. Um, and another story that broke today, Marisburg United chairperson says that he is looking at selling the club. 
because of what happened during the COVID because of the COVID nineteen pandemic and the financials at the club. I mean, this is a move that a lot of clubs probably might make. But what does this mean for South African football? I mean, it's so sad that a team like Marisburg United, which I mean, that stadium is always packed on Fridays, man. You know, it's it's so sad. If that team is bought and moved to a different province, it could, you know, it's going to be devastating for the people of Maritzburg, you know. It's very tricky. I mean, they're failing to secure sponsors, and I'm certain they're not the only PSL team that's failing to secure sponsors. We saw we saw Highlands Park being sold last year, Bitvesvitz as well. There have been rumors around Supersport. Now, the chair, when the chairperson himself comes out and says, hey, Gaffey, I might have to sell. I'm weighing my options. Yo, it's tricky, man. What, like... How do we handle this? How do we how do we deal with this? Hey, it's 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 it's, it's tough because again, financially, it's, it uh, it makes sense why they'd want to sell because first of all, you're getting your 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 money back and you can basically get out while while you can. Um, I yeah. think going forward, I think maybe we we need to look at maybe. Finding or making it easier for because I, I remember if I could be wrong, but I remember they said um, about two seasons back that um, these betting companies were not allowed to actually um, sponsor teams um, like tobacco companies or all these other companies that are not deemed to be uh, socially acceptable. Um, we're not we're not really allowed to to sponsor teams because um, we saw with sports pesa as well coming in to sponsor. Um, Cape Town City. The, it was very contentious because Sports Pesa is a is a betting platform. So yeah. I think maybe the league needs to look at allowing more or giving freedom to allow more sponsors to come in, um, alcoholic beverages to come in. Because I think there is there is there is a place for all these sponsors in the league. I mean, we watch. I think we're with the biggest or in terms of um, what's this concentration. We're probably the biggest viewership on TV or satellite TV for football in the continent. So I think going forward, we need to maybe look at how we can make the PSL much more viable in terms of like its marketability um, and mm. open it up to more sponsors. I mean, take the risk, put on some some alcoholic logos. We know our country has an issue with that. But again, this is a way to, to basically sponsor livelihoods as well. So it could be a win-win for both the the... the the betting platforms, the alcoholic beverages, and so forth. So I think maybe looking at the way um, they allow sponsors to come into the league. Yeah, they definitely need to open it up. Hey, Mona, I agree with you 155%. It's it's pop, man. We need more sponsors. We need more uh, more teams or more people, rather, joining in, more dif- different types of companies joining in. Maha, what are your thoughts on that, man? Yeah, I agree, but we have... Um... Does the league have um, those guys who are creative to come up with those ideas? Uh, I mean, in my opinion, look, no. I think we have those. I, we, I, I, I doubt if we, if we were to look at um, the league, uh, the PSL, and do we have any younger guys or ladies within the the, the PSL, which are part of that um, top? six or i mean is it top six or top what do we have younger mm. guys do we have and the youth maybe under under 40 at least under 35 do we have those younger guys to come up with those creative ideas to say that okay what 
can bring the league what can bring um us money when it comes to um football because i mean we have everything mark has mentioned this i mean a lot of people do follow uh, the, the 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 league so the only thing that's needed you need creative ideas coming through yes. proposing to the likes of the alcohol beverages i mean you don't need to talk about drinking um we've seen a lot of hennekin adverts where they, they, they would oppose the drinking and driving they're not even advertising the drinking but they still continue telling you to not drink and drive um drink responsibly so you can have those um you, you you've got the entire platform mm. but um the, I, I doubt the brains the creative brains are there yeah definitely yo tricky all right let's move to a team that we barely speak about here on this podcast we love it but we don't talk about it uh they just signed mandangazi from golden arrows nobody understands how <laughs> nobody understands why <laughs> and now they're trying to sign steve compella as their coach <laughs> now rumor is Steve Compella has a clause that says, if you want to leave, there's 28 million rand in your contract. Please pay us that. And uh, rumor is as well that Sundowns are saying, look, give us uh, Lodge. We'll give you Compella. Lodge is not playing right now. It makes perfect sense. Mark, what are your thoughts, bro? Aye, it's, all, it's all lies. Which coach has a 28 million release clause? Oh, what? Oh, what? <laughs> Peter's release clause was higher than that. Peace, okay. <laughs> exactly. Was in, times in, in, South Africa. <laughs> in South Africa, we don't have a coach. That, uh, let's be honest. 28 million for a coach. Most players don't cost that much. So I, I think somewhere, somehow, there's a lot of spice there. So, or six gun, if you guys want to sponsor, hit up your boy. Anyway. <laughs> But my thing is, um, it it doesn't make sense. I think the appointment of Compella makes a lot of sense, but otherwise, um, I, I it doesn't make sense that there's 28 million in his contract that's already closed. It, it draw no. But anywho, I'm sure there might be some other fees that he might need to pay should a club want him. Um, but I don't think it's 28 million. Um, on the other hand, I think Manjamnigazi. It's, it's, it's going to be interesting if he comes up with, with Steve, because, I mean, Steve, if we can say all we like about him, he's, 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 he's actually a very decent coach, one of the better coaches in the country. Um, and he's technically finally won a, a, a bit of silverware, so you can't say he hasn't won anything. Technically. I love how you put it, because he was a technician there. Oh, he's a coach, man. <laughs> <laughs> So we don't know, senior coach... You know, is he a real coach? Is he not a coach? Is he an advisor, life coach? As us, hey, he's part of the three wise men. But I mean, why not give it to Mandlang Ngazi and make him the coach? I don't understand. <sighs> I don't know. I think I, I think I they're probably understand. looking at experience. They're looking at experience. I think I think they probably don't trust them with with a big club like uh, Pirates. Because it's one thing to do it. I mean, Steve actually is, is someone who showed it. He did very well at Free State Stars. Gets uh, went uh, does does well at uh, Maritzburg. Gets to Kaiser Chiefs every season. Doesn't win anything. So I think maybe they might be looking at that and saying, you know what, great coach, but is he ready for the big time? Yo, 
Yeah, no, that's a tricky one. I mean, he coached uh, Marysburg United in 2015, and he did well, in my opinion, at Golden Arrows. But why, like, why Steve Compella? Let's be honest, though. Steve Compella failed at Kazi Chiefs under the big pressure. You know, he got to two cup finals, fine, but he did not win any silverware. Can he now take this and actually win silverware at Orlando Pirates? A team that's been struggling for silverware for about six years till they won the MTN 8. I think not. I honestly think not. Yeah, it's I think I think yeah, it's gonna to be tough to win a trophy at Pirates. It would be very, very tough because already Joseph Zunba, I think he's done relatively okay. And I think unfortunately, um I think they they're being very, very harsh on him. But either way, um yeah, man, I don't I don't know. Maybe Compella might win a top eight, but I don't see him winning anything of significance. But uh, yeah. they, can, they can win that preseason tournament. It's fine. That one. I don't no, 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 no. MTN eight. It's a it's a preseason tournament. That thing. It's not a trophy. <laughs> <laughs> well, how, what are your thoughts on the, these pirates chopping and changing the technical team? I mean, in all of this, what is uh, Fadu David's role in this? Look, if this deal happens, that um, Steve Compella likely to join Orlando Pirates, I think it's going to be a big move. And I think we might see one of the best Orlando Paris um, that we've ever seen. I mean, because I mean, right now, Orlando Paris does have players, does have decent players. I think all they need is a, a good coach who can gel with them. And um, by looking at the players and looking at Steve Compella and Manda Mungazi, I think they could gel very well. And I think it if that happened, it's going to be a, uh, a very difficult team to play against. Yeah. And I mean, Joseph Zinbauer has a 60% win rate at Pirates. 60%. I think only Pito has higher in the PSL at this point in time. Is it really a good idea to fire Zinbauer? I mean, Mark, you said right now that he's done pretty relatively well. But until you bring silverware at a team like Pirates, Chiefs, or Sundowns, you really have not done anything. Let's be honest. But no, is it a good idea to fire? Um... Here's my. This, I think from from a Orlando Pirates uh, fan point of view, I think the the problem with him is that his 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 selection has been under question. Um, the way he's treated some of the talent at um at at, at Pirates has has come under scrutiny. So I think a lot of the Pirates faithful probably looking at it and saying that this is not the man to take us into the future. He's he's not. The, the, it's the, I think they can already see that it's gonna it's gonna collapse before it gets better, um, and they probably want him out now so that they can get someone who who's who will understand the, the 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 legacy of pirates, someone who will understand that pirates is an institution in this country and they need to win trophies like like they win a normal league game. Um, so I think I think a lot of it has to do with how how pirates is seen as, as an institution and, and, and not necessarily how, how Zinbauer is a, as a bad coach. I think, again, he's done well, maybe not as well as the pirates faithful have would have uh, hoped for, but at the end of the day, I think it's because uh, maybe I, I think he doesn't understand um, or the, the faithful believe he doesn't understand um, what it means to be a pirates coach. Yeah. Yo, facts. Facts. I feel you. I feel you. Mahawa, any transfer rumors on your side? Uh, 
Uh, at this moment, I don't know any. Hey, yet, they've been um... a lot. They've been a lot. Because right now, Lodge, one, there are two super sport players. I think it's Mbule, uh, who might be going to Sundowns. Kutumela as well might be going to Sundowns. They've agreed on personal terms. They just have on thing. But I'm I'm really against Sundowns signing up all the talent, man. It's going to be a one horse race against next season. Mark, one way, one way, I'm brag. Hey. <laughs> Hey, this this is very depressing, Mara. It's okay. Uh, I will not speak on chips. I, I refuse to speak on chips. But anyway, um, look, I think you Sundowns can clear out like eleven players, and they'll still have a very talented core of players still there. Um, probably guys like Trump must must consider whether he wants to play every week or not, because I think quality wise, he still has the quality. Doesn't have the legs, you know. Um, yes. so guys like him, um, Abo, who's this guy at the back? Oh, Wayne, Wayne Arons, but he's gone already now. Yeah, he left at the beginning of last season. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the, the older guys within, within, um, within Sundowns maybe might want to go play elsewhere. I mean, Royal AM is looking for players. Um, hey, so, <laughs> so it, I and- think. Yeah, going forward, it's going to be interesting. Um, but I think the Sipombule one, that's going to be very interesting to see who, who lands him because apparently Sundowns is also in for him. Um, and if Sundowns land him, they've got they've got someone to replace Uzoane going forward. So it'll be very interesting. And I mean, Orlando Perez have got um, Chabalala and Dube coming back from loan as well. Oh, Okay. That's going to be interesting. That's going to be very, very, very interesting. And I, I think another, another interesting move to T.Y., um, I think it has been mentioned that Keegan, Keegan Buchanan will be joining, rejoining Kizza Chiefs. But um, it looks Why? like... Why? It looks like, but no. That is such like, a bad move. Well, right now, Usutu are expecting him. To, um, so I think they will welcome him as a free agent, but not only are they welcoming him, we have the likes of Siabonga Mbata, who will be joining um, Golden Arrows from Amazulu. You have Mpolisi Kune, who is set to join Amazulu as well from uh, Maritzburg. So you've got those moves happening. Yo, I, I, I. You know, I love the transfer window. It always makes me excited for the new season. I, 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 I. Can't wait. Opening game once again is Sundowns versus Chiefs. Ay, ay, ay. Can't wait. Hey. Yeah, I, I can't wait. I the last fans, last time, dude, what is the status on that? I think right now, because the way um, the country hasn't disseminated enough vaccines, because I mean, only on 2 million, it's less than, than 10% of the population. So, and we're going through a third wave of, of infections. Although the death rate is is lower, um, but the infections are about the same as that uh, first wave. Um, so, obviously, within the the European market, we've seen during the Euros that there's there's fans galore in the stadium, but that's because they've they've yeah they've they've they've, they've got a strategy to to give out vaccines. Whereby with us, um, we we've seen. I mean, in the news that we've. Our our administrators have fumbled um, quite a few times with the vaccine, so it's very sad. Um, but hopefully, I mean, um, I'm hearing news that the banking industry is going to roll out um, the vaccines. The teachers are going to be taking vaccines. So hopefully, come um, maybe midway through the season or 
or at the start of the season, maybe we might allow like a thousand fans. And maybe, who knows, COVID might be good for South African football. Maybe people might want to go to the stadium after this. Yes. Oh, that's so true. That is so, so uh, let's, true, man. Let's, let's fly out to and go watch um, the Euros. <laughs> uh, you have not been vaccinated. They won't let you in the stadiums, unfortunately. They won't let you in. <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately. Oh, man. Wild, this, this wild, me, wild. Um, on a sundown's rumor, uh, oh, He's leaving. Are you guys keeping him? No, he's leaving. Why would he stay? What 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 is he doing? He's still contracted. He's still contracted to Sundowns. Yeah, but rumor is he's going to another PSL team, so he'll be giving him his clearance because he's 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 a foreign player. He's carrying the foreign status and he's not playing. So what is the point of keeping him? And we just signed Safranco. I think Safranco is going to take the the foreign uh, status from him because he we literally have no use for him at this point. He, I don't even think he played a single game last season, if I'm not mistaken. And I mean, you can even tell by his body language, the trophy, uh, the award ceremony, the trophy, when the game, when Santos got the trophy, his body language was very dejected. You could tell he was just, he was just there because he's a player, you know what I mean? But he didn't really want to be there. You could tell by his body language. Um, so yeah, I think it's just, you know, he just needs to leave. The Anima Bunda as well, they've agreed to part ways uh, with Sundowns, uh, which is a great thing for me because, because I mean, at the beginning of the season, we're like, hey bro, uh, let's send you out on loan. He said, nope, I want to stay at the team. But he's not playing. He's not in the coach's plans. It doesn't make sense to stay when you're not in the coach's plans. I say let him leave. It's best he leaves. Yeah, no, no. It's best he leaves. It's best Mabunda leaves as well. Uh, Trumpo as well. He needs to decide on what's happening with him. Retirement is not such a bad idea at this point because Rivaldo Conti has made that position his. He's taken it over. Uh, and I'm certain De Rook is also going to move into that position at a later stage uh, once we've signed uh, another defender because we needed him there. But Musalibusa and uh, Nascimento at the back, uh, De Rook and thing in front of them, or, or um, Rivaldo Cote in front of them. I mean, that's just a perfect pairing. Trust me, it's a perfect pairing. Hey, yeah, no. Uh, I'm five, just one. Hmm? Five, five peat next season. Five peat by twenty points this time. But continue them up. It's not happening. Let's 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 let's. Hey, it's you see the annoying thing about Sundowns, now is that we know what a good outfit it is. And unfortunately, unfortunately, when it comes to Sanda Ozdas, uh, Pirates and Chiefs, there's too many question marks about what's going on in those clubs for them to compete. And we can't expect oh, Benny McCarthy next season with uh, with the CAF and, and the league and all these other competitions that we play. We don't mm. we don't expect him to do as well because we know, yes, he's a very good coach, but I mean, I think he can only go so far. But, oh. It's sad that Sundowns is a good team and you are, the bookies will have them as favourites to win the league. So, sitting here, we can't just say, ah, you're not going to win. Hey, five feet is very serious. But anyway, saddens I mean, me. The one, thing, the one thing we didn't realise well about Sundowns is the fact that, look, uh, when Rulani left, they were like, yeah, Rulani was the brains behind Pito. You know what I mean? Rulani was the one making the machine run. The machine ran perfectly smoothly without him. You know, he went perfectly without uh, Rolando Mokwena. He left. Peter left. They said, yes, it's at the end of an era. I mean, we won the league cleanly. We only had, I literally think we only had four. We lost five games in all competitions last season. That is unheard of. We lost one game in the PSL. That is a new record. So it shows you that the team is actually getting better and better. And I think that we are attacking better now because if you look at our games against Chiefs and Pirates, we'd score two goals and then we defend. Now with Mangobe, like, yeah, I don't care. We're playing Pirates. Let's go score four. You know, so... It's a new era, but with the same mentality, same machine still, as well-oiled 
if not better than under Peter. So next season, I'm expecting us to actually do even better. If Compella leaves the stairs, it's still going to be the same team. Trust me. Yeah, and no, I don't think Compella will really change much um, if he leaves. Um, as much as I, I, I think in terms of like man management, he, he understands footballers because he was a footballer and he understands what they go through. But um, And yeah. he can speak English, that guy. He can speak <laughs> fluent. Actually, that's beyond fluent. But anyway, and so I and think like, it'll and be... Like Sun, yeah. Sundowns players don't need a dictionary unlike Orlando Pirates, so it's going to be tricky. Sounds like Randy Lejali. Hey, you'd be surprised by his English now, eh? You'd be very shook. <laughs> yeah, I heard, I heard. Uh, no, no, I was listening to him. He can he can imitate Pizzo as well. It's, it's you know, he's, he's grown, man. He's grown a lot. Very much so, very much so. Mark, anything you want to touch on? Um, I... I'm just saying that um, with the Euros, I told you guys, Italy, look out for Italy. They they are they are a solid squad with those old men at the back. Ah, solid squad. I'm wor- I'm worried about Group F though: France, Germany, Portugal, Hungary. Okay, Hungary. Hungary. I, okay. Going <laughs> I, I I was gonna promise you a Chelsea jersey, but you already have one, so let me keep quiet. <laughs> Who's, right, who's, who's not going through? France, Germany, Portugal, Hungary. Who's going through? Who's not going through? Mark? Yeah. Well, um, It's going to be a tough one. I mean, you've got those the big three guys. And I mean, Portugal as well have had a decent game. Um, last game. I would say France and Portugal. Yes. I agree with Portugal, but I disagree with France. I don't so think you're saying that Wait, wait, Moha, are you saying that Hungary is going to beat Germany? <laughs> no, no, no. Germany lost to North Macedonia. So it's very possible. So uh, that's what I'm asking. Are you saying that Germany is losing? No, Germany might beat Hungary, but I don't see them. Hi, <laughs> man. Okay. Hi, but but remember, you have uh, I could let me let me let me just check the group, but you have. Portugal on three points, right? Yeah. Yes. You have uh, Germany on three points as well. Yes. Mm. Um, you have who's this? Who's the other? Who's the other team again? France. France. France on is on one. Four points. Four points. Yeah. Hungary's on one. Hungary's on one. So technically speaking, depending on goal difference, all these teams can make it through. Mm. Oh, their goal, their goal difference is all one, one, one. Hungary's so, <laughs> But if Hungary sneaks in a win, um, who's this? Uh, who's at the top? France. If France yeah. somehow get walloped, Hungary goes through. Yes, in essence. In essence, so, depending, depending on goal. I difference. repeat again, Mohal. Are you saying Hungary is <laughs> going through? No. <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't think I don't think Hungary will go through. Eh? Oh, yeah. no, I honestly speaking, I think France is gonna go through, even though I hate France. I'd love for France to be to not go through. I think um Germany and then Portugal are gonna go through. France is gonna go through on the third spot, in my opinion. But I think all three teams are gonna go through because of the third spot thing. You know? Mm. The, the- the last team to uh, the last team to win the Euros, I could be wrong, but I know I'm not wrong. They won after coming third in their group. It's possible. Hence, I'm saying one of the all three of those teams possibly they all go through. 
Man, hey, what's what? <laughs> what's what? <laughs> so, what's what? hey, man, I think I think the only way is what I would love to see is Hungary beats Germany, right? And then uh, who's the France. Portugal, Portugal beats Wallops France? So France have got a negative goal difference of whatever. Who's who's going out? Wait, oh snap, no. I wanted France to go out, but France cannot go out because they're on four points. Never mind. Yeah, they can't. And so I'm saying, even <laughs> yeah, if, France lo- if France loses, if Portugal wins, Germany wins, all three are through. It's that simple. Yeah. You know? So Portugal have it all to do. And uh, yeah, we'll see tomorrow. We'll definitely see tomorrow. Mahal, anything you want to touch on before we wrap up? Um, I'm glad England is winning right now. <laughs> and I, I, I hope maybe they get to the semis at least. And I mean, I'm not surprised about Italy. I think um, I did say that Italy, I'm, I'll see them. And I wanted to say something about Belgium, but I wasn't too sure. But I'm excited to see Belgium as well. Yes, Belgium um, in the final. Winning those. Um, so I hope my, my England, I don't know why I love England, England that much. England is Kaza Chiefs. England is Kaza Chiefs. <laughs> Why not? Why not? We are just limping there, but we're gonna get there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I think they're gonna get to the semis. Can you I don't I don't think I don't think they're getting past quarterfinals. I think they'll be lucky to get there. Yeah, no, especially with teams like England. Yeah, I I I think Budget quarterfinals. Yeah. 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 I that guy can't coach, guys. Because he has he has great talent on, on his side. Um, but like I, I feel like he's not he's not he's not doing anything with it. Harry Kane is, is despondent, man. Harry Kane is angry about first of all, Tottenham has not appointed a coach. Secondly, he wants to leave Tottenham and nobody has a bid for him. So I wouldn't play him. Man, man City just placed the bid for hundred million euros. I heard that. I saw that this morning, but I can't. we'll see. We'll see. We'll definitely see. All right, gents. It's been a great episode, Mahal. Thank you yep. very much, bro. Thank you. Mark, thank you very much, man. Cabo Blue, Cabo Blue. <laughs> and as for me, myself, and I, T.Y.A. a.k.a. Abuti Broadway, I really can't wait to see the Royal Olympics and the Premier League. I'm, I'm, yo, <laughs> I can't wait. If you want to send us your reactions, please drop us a WhatsApp on 0649000947. That's 0649000947. Don't forget to follow, like, subscribe, and also share with your people. It is the Banter Club essay on all platforms. And just like that, it's been another episode. We out. Peace. Andy, let's sponsor us. <laughs> no, Chief. We can't, we're going to be called the Guamam Kiza Club next thing. No, <laughs> Royal Banter Club. Got <laughs> black and gold. Even that, we're going to change from red and white to black and gold. <laughs> nah, we standard, have, standard. We cannot have that. I just, recording, recording got BM. Hey, chief flying out for recordings. Aye, that would be dope. <laughs> Join us every week on The Banter Club.